how do you manage somebody who you don't really know a lot about their job? So for example, like a marketing person, yeah. since that's, that's not like your forte yeah. or even somebody who's like an ops. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So obviously you know how to run a sales team. You know, yeah. what's, you know what sales looks like. So yeah. in your early days when you were bringing on some people who yeah. like it wasn't your skill set, yeah. how do you manage those people? That's also another new skill set that I had to learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's all new, baby. It's all new. Yeah. I think so. And I'm still learning. Yeah. So that's the thing because um, there is, it's, there's two sides of it. There's one where you got to give them the power to do what they want. Mm -hmm. But then there's another side where you have to give them the vision that you want, that you need them to implement. And you have to find a balance because if we just take ops for, for an example, yeah. like I, in my mind, let's just say, uh, I don't want, I don't know. We'll give a random example, five administrative people, mm -hmm. but the new ops person wants five administrative people, right? Yep. We would have to find a balance of like, Hey, I think we should have three. You think we should have five, you know, we're going to meet at four and let's see how it plays out. Mm -hmm. Right. We might, play it out and then fire someone go down to three. We might, you might be right. And we hire another person, go back to five. So there's like a balance of it. Um, it is harder when you're dealing with someone that knows a lot about something you don't, but again, it's like giving them the power and giving them as much support and communication about what you want them to do. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. tough because just, yeah, you got to be able to, again, have enough faith in the people that you hire yeah. to, you know, let them go do their thing and hopefully flourish. So 100%. you talked about your first interview where yeah. you went through someone's phone contacts. Oh yeah, I know. And now, so what's your interview <laughs> process like now? now? Yeah. yeah, I think, so it depends on the role, but usually I want to ask them very specific questions about their past experience. And like, I like to be very clear with what their day-to-day -day is going to look like and if they have experience doing that and mm -hmm. if they're going to be comfortable doing that for a long time. Yeah. Because I think some people, like, they get into a role, let's say, for example, a setter role. Mm -hmm. And um, they're coming into the setter role. They really want to be a closer, but we need a setter. So they'll come in. They start for two weeks as a setter. And then two weeks later, they're like, hey, I want to be a closer. And then and I'm like, like well, well, damn. Well, we need a setter. Like, yeah. So I was very, I should have been more clear with you on the interview process that you're coming in to be a setter for at least the next year mm -hmm. where, um, yeah, some people, they're not as clear with that. Um, or they, they don't listen to what the potential new hire says. Cause sometimes the new hire will tell you like, Hey, I'm coming I'm in, in for this, but I really want to do this. Yeah. And then the, as a business owner, I can't get upset when they come back a month or two or three months later mm -hmm. with a with a new payment structure or a new position. So yeah, I just try to set very clear expectations and go over their their past experience at their previous jobs. Yeah, I, I wish I could do a better job of like digging into their culture, but yes. at right where we're at right now, like and for the jobs that we need, we don't have a bunch of applicants. So we kind of have to work with what we got. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I think what I've learned from you mm -hmm. uh, and what I, I, I've seen like your growth is you are way more clear with what you're looking for yeah. in all aspects of the business, Yeah. right? Like I, I think just because maybe earlier on or we're just, I, I think that regardless, you come in and you're like, this. these are the expectations that I have 
for this role. Yeah. And even and like, if you're not, we need to get on the same page if we're not. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's all about communication. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I think what I've learned too, with most humans mm-hmm. in general is you need to tell them stuff seven times before they fully comprehend it. Because sometimes with marketing sales, interviews, whatever, I've seen it where let's say someone on stage says something mm-hmm. and then I'll talk to someone in the crowd about what that person on stage said and they heard it completely wrong yeah, or they heard it different. And then I'm like, okay, so I guess like I just have to repeat myself seven to eight times just to make it so abundantly clear what are the expectations or what message am I trying to get across? So that way it just saves us time later. Yeah. And I feel like you have to say it like seven or eight different ta- ways as exactly. well. Exactly. Like it's not even just saying it seven or eight different times. It's like yeah. you have to explain it in so many different ways. You yeah. have to verbally say it, say it in writing yeah. and then give them different phrases. So yeah. like there is no confusion in that process. Have you experienced this also? Yes. <laughs> why, why do you think that is? Um, I, I, again, I think people, I mean, you could go, again, my background's in sales too. Sometimes people hear what they want to hear on the phone. That's true. And I think that translates to just in business too, right? Yeah. Everyone has a unique set of perspectives that they've gone through or a unique set of experiences. Mm-hmm. And then they apply, that's the lens that they look through. So if you, I told, if I tell you something, mm-hmm. you know, you might not perceive it the same way that I want it, that I want you to perceive it. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's just clarity in business, I think is very important. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like, what do you do to become a better leader? Um, I mean, I still do my, like I sit down with like a leadership coach. Uh-huh. Um, and, and that's been helpful for me. Like not even in like Keith, if you're listening, we need to get work on your SOPs and like having clear deliverables, but it feels like a therapy session, honestly. So like, yeah. I come in, I'm like, Hey, I am, I'm dealing with this one situation or with this, like one person, like how do I navigate like these conversations? Yeah. And so he's been very helpful with that. Yeah. Um, but also I think, um, just through experience too. Yeah. And then like, you know, the whole phrase, like, what would Jesus do? I'm like, okay, like mm-hmm. what would like a, like a great leader do in this mm-hmm. situation? Yeah. Right. So like, I try to be very not as reactive yeah. with, with situations. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like how should I really tackle this as the COO or as like a great leader? Yeah. And that's kind of where like I've hopefully gotten a little bit better with yeah. um, you know that. And I, I am trying to ask for more feedback too yeah. from like the people that I work with. I'm like, hey, like what, what are you seeing? Or like yeah. giving them an opportunity to like share before like I try to go in and, yeah. you know, impose my will on somebody or yeah. like on like the route of the business. I've learned with that too, with the feedback thing there, there again, there's like a balance Yeah. because sometimes people will tell you stuff at like, for example, with the sales team, I've had sales team members be like, man, like, I wish we just didn't have meetings. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, I could see why, right? (laughs) Nobody wants to do a meeting where I listen to your call. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's a, it's uncomfortable. It's stressful. It's weird. Some people think they're too good. Yeah, some people think they're too good. Some people think they want you to listen to all the calls. But there is a balance of like asking for feedback and then being able to understand why they're giving you that feedback sometimes. Yeah. So well, I think it's the role of a leader to be able to take in as much information as possible. So mm-hmm. take that feedback from the sales team, take that feedback from whoever, but you still have to be the one to make the decision at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And you still, you're responsible for guiding the business forward and like, you know, what's going to be best for the business. Yeah. And, I mean, and even if you don't like, you got to take that bet. Yeah. You know? 